today's Leading Women episode 624 with the wonderful Judy Friels. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes. Did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Judy Friels. Judy Friels is the founder of 911 Casper, is the president and co-inventor of the patent-pending 911 Casper Systems. Judy is passionate about helping nonprofit organizations and communities become stronger financially and making communities safer with providing visual alerts and warnings through their 911 Casper system. Judy has used her industry knowledge and personal tragedy to turn lemons into lemonade. To learn more, visit www.911casper.com. Again, that's www.911casper.com. Women of the world, Miss Judy Frails. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. I appreciate you your introduction and thank you very much. I am delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Judy, I really love what you're doing with the business, especially with 911 Casper. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Uh, yes, um, I guess mine started naturally because uh, my father was in the sign industry and from very young I was always working there and doing everything. So as an adult I wanted to do that more so I continued in the sign industry and um, after our, our personal tragedy um, we then developed something that related into the sign industry which is called Casper through LED uh, displays. Mm, all right. So you you were naturally uh, drawn to it because you your family your dad's was already in that science and you evolved from there. Greatly shared the one with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Uh, well, my husband and I, and along with our five children, moved down to um, Virginia from Pennsylvania in 1998. And we were really excited about it. We um, moved to the foothills of Virginia, and it, it's just a beautiful, awesome place to live. And then 
all of a sudden, one day in February the following year, our home caught on fire and burnt down to the ground. And uh, needless to say, it was very devast devastating. Um, you know, here you have everything that you, you think you're going, the direction you're going to go in, and um, all of a sudden it's, it's like somebody clipped off your wings. And uh, just all we had left literally was about three ashfuls of, uh, three shovelfuls of ash. And uh, the thing that always was worse with me was uh, our youngest, our oldest son, Chaz. He, the, the school was right across the street from our home. And he was able to look out his window and see the whole house burning down and all the uh, fire engines and the ambulances and everything coming. And he, I feel as though he had it roughest because he didn't know at the time, you know, if we were safe, if his little little sister who was only about 18 months old, if she was safe. And it, it was a very devastating, very um, tragic time. But out of that, as if, if you look back on almost any tragedy, out of that, you can, you can glisten what, uh, what good hap happens. Because on that day, as we lost everything, our community started showing up with quilts, with pillows, with uh, words of encouragement. And you have to keep in mind, we just met everybody. We, we hardly even met anybody, honestly. And so here we are, brand new to the community, and everybody's just showing all this love towards us. And it was, uh, it was really amazing. So needless to say, at that point on, we, we felt um, that this was truly our new home. And uh, we wanted to start to be able to give back as much as possible. And uh, it, it initially started with my husband. And then when my two sons got older, they joined the uh, local fire department and then um, also the rescue squad. So it, it, uh, from, from there, you know, we, we, as we got more and more involved with the community, we started seeing that um, all the fundraising events, because I don't know about you, but when you think of a fire department, you think that, you know, money almost just magically is always there, but there's a huge um, effort within the different nonprofit organizations that have to um, constantly do fundraising to make sure that they can operate and show up for anybody's tragedy. And we started realizing more and more that, you know, as times are getting tougher um, financially, that the money just wasn't coming into them. And that's where we combined our, in our signage industry with uh, coming up with a way that we were able to put in a fundraising platform into it so that it would help put uh, fundraising more on an autopilot for um, for the community for the nonprofit organizations. Mm, what inspiring elements! I mean, you turned tragedy as an inspiration, and now you have this uh, uh, product there out there or service out there that really helps the community become aware of this. So great that you shared that one with us. But let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners? What are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Uh, I would have to say that the, my first trait is tenacious. And I didn't even realize it until, again, my oldest son, Chaz, when, when he was uh, 
in in fifth grade, he learned the word, and um, and he used it to describe me in a in a thing that I had done. Because after after our home burnt down, obviously all of my children were pretty devastated that they they just lost everything. I mean, all their toys, all their memories from Pennsylvania, all their pictures, everything. So uh, to try to help. Um, bring them up. I, uh, I had heard of, I, w- I would love to claim this as my own idea, but I had heard of a thing that someone had done one, once, uh, a teacher actually, to, that did something with their, um, their classroom. And what they did is they had all of the children write down um, a positive uh, word about each of the students. And then the, the teacher combined all the words and gave that list to that individual student. And so that's what I did to, um, to, to my children because I wanted them to realize that they're, they're more than their stuff. They're, you know, I wanted them to, to see how their, their siblings saw each other and be able to uh, know that, hey, you know, we did lose everything, but we still have each other. So anyway, so we did that. We all sat down and everybody wrote up a word that um, they thought reminded them of each one of um, of their siblings. And then I took the words and I put it on a list and I gave the list to each one of them. And I feel as though that really helped them out a lot. And anyway, my son Chaz wrote down the word tenacious for me. And I said, how in the world do you even know what that word means? And he said, well, he said, we learned it. Uh, a few weeks ago, he said, and ever since I learned it, all I keep thinking about is you. <laughs> so I figured that's a very good word that I'm going to stick with for now on. So that was, I think that's my main word with the most uh, memories. And then uh, the other thing I always say that you have to be insanely optimistic. Um, hopefully not really insane, but you really have to be uh, optimistic and just be able to keep going when uh, you think things are not working out. And that gets very difficult sometimes. And um, the third thing I like to to do, to um, this is a personal thing, and I really do think it's a, it's a as I say, a duty original, um, but it's something that I have embraced um, as the more and more I'm trying to get out into the limelight because naturally I'm, I'm uh, someone who, who really does like being in, in the uh, shadows. So with this business, I'm, I'm getting more and more into the limelight. So now as a reminder to myself, I, I jokingly say, be like a lion. And what I mean by that is in business, you have to be uh, agile. You have to move quickly and you have to get things done, and you're always learning, you're always growing. Uh, the second thing is to be patient, and uh, you, so, you know, as a lion will sit there and wait for its prey, you have to do the same thing, and you have to not get disappointed, you have to be patient, and uh, and just know that everything is going to work well. And the other thing is you have to lick your wounds quickly. Uh, when things don't happen, you have to just be able to get back up and, and you know, so, you, yeah, you get disappointed or, or depressed for, for, you know, in really a, a half an hour at most is what you should. And then you just lick your wounds and you go back on. And then um, 
Another one I like to reference with a lion is don't let uh, your fur get ruffled easily because people, oh my goodness, people will irritate you. So you just have to pause, take a deep breath, and see how the best way to resolve issues are. And you, another thing is you surround yourself with your pride. Surround yourself with people that help and encourage you and keep you going. This is one that, uh, my next one is the one that I'm really trying to embrace and that's war with getting yourself known. Or as uh, Jay Abraham says, uh, be preeminent. <laughs> I love that word. And then uh, the other one would be move into new territories as needed. Just like lions have to go where the food is, you have to go in, out of your comfort zone and you have to be willing to learn and uh, grow in the different fields that you once didn't have any intention of learning. You just have to always be open. And uh, this next one, I always, I, I was sitting there and I have cats. I like cats. So I was watching my cat and it's up in a tree and it fell out of the tree. And when it hit the ground, it just got up and just started walking as if nothing happened. And I feel as though that is a huge trait that all entrepreneurs should have because things aren't going to go right, so you just have to get up and just keep moving forward as if, you know, you know, just kind of dust yourself off and, and keep going. And then another one is fight for what you want because if you don't fight for it, nobody else will. And the other one is stay focused. Focus on your prey or rather your goal because you have to always know where you're going. You have to be able to to, to see it now, even though it's not even materialized. And then per, compliment your team, be able to relax when you need to. And then the last one is when it all finally goes well, don't forget to bask in the sunlight and enjoy the, the little victories and, the, and especially the, the larger ones because that's what you're doing it for is, is the victory. So that's my, they are my tips. Wow, I love those uh, qualities and tips and traits that you shared with us. Tenacity, optim being optimistic, being agile, uh, agile and patient like a lion and all the tips that you shared with us uh, with the lion metaphor. I, those are huge, huge and great takeaways that we, that we can all learn from. And the good thing is that we can adapt and cultivate these uh, traits, these qualities that uh, Judy just shared with us. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Huh. Well, I think first, um, because as I mentioned earlier, I really did like to what, what I dubbed myself is the shop dweller. I, I liked being behind the scenes and, and that was very difficult for me to, um, for instance, to, to do this podcast is huge for me because, uh, it's, it's very uncharacteristic of myself to want to be in the limelight. So that, uh, for me personally, has been um, 
been something of a, of a very huge growing uh, nature that I'm, I'm trying to uh, get through. And then the other one is I, I on a business level, it, it's taking a completely new concept to the marketplace. Um, that has been um, very, very difficult because in the beginning, a lot of people just don't understand it. But then when, as they start to understand the concept and, and the multi-levels, because our, our CASPER system and CASPER stands for Community Awareness and Stimulus Plan for Emergency Readiness, that that has uh, so many moving parts and aspects to it. It it just sounds simple on the one thing, but then with the uh, alerts and warnings that it provides, not only through FEMA iPols, but also through um, we uh, provide uh, 911 dispatchers with uh, software as well so that they can go in and, and as I call it, commandeer the sign under emergency situations so that the community can be better informed. And it, and then it also helps uh, local businesses. It, it just helps so many different people. And to get that a new concept to the marketplace has been very difficult. But um, with strategic partners that we've been uh, embracing, that has been coming uh, better and better. So, so that was a big challenge. And then uh, money. Money has been a big problem with us because uh, we were searching for an investor. But fortunately, um, we ended up subsidizing the, the financial aspect of it with um, one of our other companies. We, we have a wholesale outdoor LED display business called YourSignageSource.com. And that the sales through that has been helping us, you know, keep moving forward and, and getting through the, the difficulty of, you know, taking, taking a new concept to market. But the one thing I would like to mention with the, um, with our business, your signage source, uh, when we first started doing that, we, we decided that our niche was going to be small sign companies. And what has been very interesting is that we ended up helping, um, women a lot of women because the L, the outdoor and indoor led display industry has been really um a boys club and for women to get into it has been rather difficult because you know it's a whole new technology there's all these different you know uh components that go into it and, and a lot of women don't understand it so they don't want to get involved with it and what we started um a while ago is we give a, a webinar on wednesdays that just kind of goes over all of the um the lingo and all the aspects and everything that they would need to know to ed help educate them and surprisingly it's been a lot of women and uh that's to me that's been uh tremendous and very uh exciting because now it's, it's like you know kindred spirit kind of thing that we're, we're getting more and more women involved with it so that's been helpful and we also you know offer uh, free mentoring as well and women have really been embracing that because it's it's uh, been helping so with that uh with the with the money aspect we really have been um kind of holding on to our uh, letting the your signage source business help with that so that's how we've uh, 
we've done that. So address that challenge. Mm, yes, I mean, I certainly can resonate with what you've uh, shared with us, especially, I mean, moving beyond past, I mean, your comfort zone, putting yourself out there and putting the limelight on yourself. I mean, it's such a, such a challenge. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can resonate with this one too. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable, as they said. Funding the business, oh, this is huge, I'm sure, for all of us in some one way, shape, or form, um, had this challenge as well, or especially maintaining the cost flow, and especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out, funding is one of the many challenges that we face as a business owner, but there are resources that we can tap into, just like what Judy just shared with us. So let's learn from these challenges and how Judy was able to overcome them so that when they do happen to us, we now know what to do. All right, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, you're probably not going to like this answer mainly because um, I'm a workaholic. Uh, I love to work. I'm always working, and I don't see anything the matter with it. <laughs> so I have I have a very difficult time when people ask me that because I don't see. Uh, you know, if you if you love what you do, it's not really work. Um, so I do meditate. Um, I feel as though that's uh, it calms my mind. It helps me keep focused and more importantly it it helps me um, become a, aware of better alternatives because you know when you clear your mind it, it opens up you get to uh, to have better answers and clearer answers and uh, the other thing is is uh, I love humor so I like to joke around so that helps me um, you know stay focused stay close to my family and stuff like that fortunately, uh, now four of my children are um, coming into the business, so uh, we get to talk about that, and, and so we have something really in common now, even more so. And uh, I guess the other thing that helps me just stay grounded is uh, being open to learn and being open um, to grow and everything. Mm, yes, absolutely. I love your perspective on this work-life balance. And yes, I'm sure a lot of us are just like you because we are creative people and uh, our work is our life. We love what we do. We're passionate about what we do and it's no longer work for us. But like what uh, Judy shared with us, it's really important to do other things too. Like, for example, meditate, incorporating meditation practice into your day. I mean, I couldn't stress enough of this. It really helps to calm your mind, uh, clear your mind and stay focused. And I, I can attest to this. I mean, when I started doing this, really helps me stay grounded and stay focused for the day. So really incorporate that practice, even just I mean, I started with just seven minutes. Just start with even just seven minutes. I'm sure we can all get that seven minutes of our day uh, to 
do that meditation that, uh, or, or being still or have that quiet time for yourself. Of course, having fun with the family, incorporating humor, being open to learning and growing. Great tips here um, on, in terms of uh, work-life balance that we can all take action on today. So let's, let's uh, put them into action and uh, especially incorporating that meditation practice into your life, into your daily activities. Really important. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well, and with that success, flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself, and I'm and I'm moving forward, you know, the opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Uh, I think that one is very easy, at least the first one. Um, it's, it's definitely being able to spend more time with your family. Um and just creating really awesome memories with them. I, I think to me that's uh, the hallmark of being successful. And, you know, I mentioned personal growth. Um, to me, if you, you should never go to bed um, without have learning, without uh, being able to, to at least think that you learned more during that day. Because it's every day your mission should be to to grow and improve and and get better, and um, you know the relationships you build along the way. I think they're extremely important. But to me, um, when when I truly have reached success, um, it's to me it's when I know I've built a legacy um, for for my family and for my business. I think I think that's. To me, that's my my goal. My my uh, golden key is that. All right. So success is about building and living a legacy. I love that. I mean, at the end of the day, what truly ma- what truly matters are those intangible benefits of being a business, being able to build a legacy, being able to leave a legacy to your family, being able to impact other people's lives because of what we do. Those are the ones that truly are satisfying, truly gratifying for what we do. It's a great perspective there. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can I boil think them- the first thing mm-hmm. would be to commit to committing because if you... You, you can't have one, one leg, you know, on, on the bus and the other one on the street and then expect to know where you want to go and commit to it. And then another one would be to uh, try to get a mentor or, or at least a cheerleader in your corner so that you can bounce things off of them or... Um, 
we offer to um, to to give that to different sign companies in in our one other business. And then uh, the other is make it make it your passion because if at the end of the day, if you're miserable doing what you're doing, it's not worth doing it. So make it your passion, and and as I tell my children. All right, golden nuggets in those tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. The first one is to commit to committing. I love the phrase. Second one is to get a mentor. I cannot stress this enough. Really important to find a coach, a mentor that can help you shorten that learning curve and get you from point A to point B a whole lot faster than if you do it alone. Third one is to make it your passion. Really have that drive, that passion for what it is that you do, for what it is that you are putting out there. Know that somebody out there is waiting for that value you're providing. So make it your passion and deliver it. Great tips here that um, um, Judy just shared with us. Let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. All right, last but not least, Judy, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. Uh, I would have to say that is Mary Morrissey. Uh, I feel she's a very grounded person and she offers a lot of herself um, to help other people. So I I would definitely have to say it is her. Yes, Mary Morrissey is such an inspiration and uh, to her for being such an inspiration to not only to you, but to all of us here at Today's Eating Women, we salute her. Lastly, Judy, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Okay. Um, I would, uh, okay, being a mother of five, this this one feature um, and, and ultimately a huge benefit that I feel that uh, our product Casper has to offer is that with um, Amber Alerts, uh, right now m- most people get an Amber Alert and it's it's a, a text that just has, you know, or, or just a, a news thing going across and it, it will say a three foot, four inch uh, young girl, brown eyes, uh, 70 pounds and, and age 12 or, or age, uh, I guess at that age you're, you're probably um, about uh, six years old. and that to me that could describe hundreds of million different little girls so with our amber with our with our casper system uh the dispatch can put up a full color picture of a missing child or a missing person or uh as as it's also called a silver alert let's say um an elderly person wandered off and nobody knows where they are they'll they'll be able to put up different full color images of the missing person and it's not only that but as casper as the casper network grows um if someone is seen in in a you know if they have a sighting in a different area then almost instantly that picture of that little little person or that missing person can go up instantly and from there, the odds of that person and or child being found just to me would would increase immensely. And again, as as a mother of five children, I don't. I, I and I'm sure any mother could or, or parent could could embrace this as well. If your child was missing, you would want your child's picture 
in as many places as possible to help with a speedy recovery. So I am completely and completely uh, passionate about this one part of it alone. I mean, there's so many, as I said earlier, there's so many different aspects. It helps local businesses. It helps um, safety in communities. It it just helps so many different things. Um, but to me, this has to be the the main thing because, you know, God forbid something happened. I, I would definitely want as many resources out there as possible helping to bring home my, my child. So, that to me would be uh, is is the most personal and most uh, the largest benefit. Mm-hmm. And where can they learn more about this? If you go to our website, would probably be the best way. And our website is nine one one Casper, and it's spelled like the ghost C A S P E R dot com. Uh, that would probably be the best way. Our phone number is on there. Our emails are on there. And uh, that would probably be the uh, best way to get a hold of us. All right. So that's www.911casper.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners out there, to go there now. That's www.911casper.com. Avail of this vis- this Amber Alerts, uh, um, uh, visual alerts and warning alerts that uh, Amber and, uh, I mean, uh, Judy and her company is providing us that helps us with, uh, uh, especially in if you are in a community and uh, like what uh, what uh, Judy shared, it's really important to ha- to be able to have this, to be able to ad- identify, have this um, alerts or have this way of identifying you. So um, there's a really an instrument to that. So go to www.911 casper.com and uh, for our international audiences if they want to purchase something from your website will they be able to do that i yes uh, we we do um offer uh casper up in canada so we we do have uh, affiliates up there as well so we we can do that um through the other system yes the fundraising uh, aspect and how it will help uh, help local businesses uh, because uh, one thing I really didn't mention was that it helps uh, local businesses through uh, I'm sure you've heard of buy local campaigns mm-hmm. um, local businesses can what we have coined uh, it's called sponsorizing and they can sponsorize which is giving funds to a local nonprofit organization for community recognition on on the uh, Casper system so it's another way for not only businesses to get known in their community but also to get known that they're supporting this nonprofit organization for their community yes. so um so it's it's uh they uh, out of uh the area out of the United States and Canada they can use a lot of aspects of it um FEMA iPols obviously they wouldn't be able to use um but up in uh Canada I think it's called Massis uh we we are we're in the midst of getting affiliated with them right now so that those alerts and warnings can be posted Okay, all right. So the best way to get in touch with Judy and the company about the system is to go to the website at www.911casper.com. And I'll make sure to have this on the show notes. Judy, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. 
women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Well, thank you, Marie. I really appreciate uh, this opportunity getting here and, and hopefully helping other young aspiring entrepreneurs, uh, you know, be able to, to get the information that they need and the, uh, that, that little push to help them get going. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.